Big Angus is in and the Warriors with a comeback against the Sharkies and Big Angus is in with me, Steph, here on the Izzy and Kempi Breakfast with a couple of uh, fill-ins. Uh, Jersey, Jersey 17 and I'll go for... What Jersey number should I go for? 22. Yeah. Oh, I was a lifetime second five. Nice. Never played any other position. Lifetime second five. Um, I've just given you a game changer, Gussie, from Chemist Warehouse oh. stand in here. You've so, never seen or heard of these things. I don't, I don't know what wizardry and, and magic this thing is, but it's it's called hotties for feet. And Steph, you've, you've talked about using them. You, you pull it out of the packet, little little pads you can stick to your socks. Genuine, like it's hot. <laughs> and and I've, it's, yeah, I haven't put it in the microwave. I haven't put any hot water on it. Just activated by ear. Activate, made in Japan. So those Japanese, they're, they're pretty onto, onto things. But Steph, chuck it in your shoes when it's cold. Chuck it in your... Yep. In your Gummies, whatever it is, when you're watching the kids play, game changer. Up, I, I, I might, I might, I wouldn't say stealing. I might take a couple from the Just chemist sample. warehouse rack, <laughs> and uh, and and when the missus comes to watch me play, and I'm I'm going to watch Eden play tomorrow at Waitemata, so I might, uh, I might test them out, see how they're going in my size 14s. Jesus, 14s. <laughs> okay, okay, righto. Um, it is a massive double header and a really important one. For the Warriors as well, against Cronulla, we just heard the highlight clip there of the massive comeback they had. They came from about 20 points down to turn it round. Sean Johnson with a 79th minute, I think it was about a 40-metre penalty. Over she goes and up the wires. And a uh, great rugby league man, uh, former Kiwi captain, and doing a lot of good work in the community. Joins us, had a quick catch-up with him yesterday. I said, come and chat on Matariki, and he said, of course. Richie Barnett joins the show. Richie, welcome in. Oh, Morena, Steph, how you going, mate? We're, we're fantastic. I've got Angus Ta'avau in here as well. We've had a great first three hours. Um, but, geez, it's it's a double header that I've been screaming for, a, a, an all-black test and rugby league as good as it gets with the Warriors in the form of their life, both in the same stadium, both in the same city. I, first oh. of all, I love the crossover, Richie. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love the fact that they're out now. I think the... The rugby fans will enjoy because it's going to be a brutal contest on uh, tomorrow. It's going to be brutal against South Africa, and I think the best way to see it is actually when you're closer to the action and, and you'll feel the hits and you'll feel the, the physicality of that game. So I'm, I'm going tomorrow, so that's going to be cool. I'm on the east stand looking right at it, so I'll, I'll feel those big boys going head to head in those rucks and malls, mate. It's going to be pretty grueling, and, and of course our game on Sunday, which I cannot wait. I'm obviously my old side, the Sharkies, against uh, my other side, the Warriors. So sitting on fence there. Tell me about the difference in, in the stadiums because I remember the first time I went to Lang Park or Suncorp and I, I audibly, when I walked in through this gate and then into the field, I just went, wow. The the sideline is literally one and a half metres from the front row of, mm. of, of the fans and it's similar at Mount Smart as compared to these All Blacks when they play in Auckland, they used to Eden Park and there's it's a long way from the edge yep. of the field. What a motivator for the ABs to be playing at Mount Smart. It's an, it will be an absolutely amazing atmosphere there, and they'll feel it and see it. And to be able to be so close to the players, to witness what it's like to be, you know, near enough um, to these uh, the guns out there and the brutality which we'll see between these two sides. So it is quite a difference when you change the dynamic of a, of a, of a um, stadium. Um, and it'll be witnessed, um, and I, I'm hoping that they'll create a bit more of a buzz at a, at a rugby game. As we know, with Eden Park, everyone can be quite quiet, 
um, because everyone's talking because it's such a long way to see the game and not be involved in the game. So that's a sheer difference, I think, what they'll experience on Saturday, and I cannot wait. Richie, it's, it's Gussie. I want, I want to talk about these extra seats uh, coming in, which gives a chance for the biggest crowd for the, the Warriors on Sunday. Is is that something, you know, it's, it's been selling out. People are wanting to get there, but they can't. Is this maybe something those extra seats stay in there? or? Mm, good point, Gus. It, it, prob- it probably will be, and, and of course this will probably be an indicator for the Warriors' side to think about what the next game is because they've got Canberra next. They've got to buy them. They've got some other games on the, on the table, so maybe they could hold it off for another week or so because they'll fill it. If they do well against the Sharkies and they've been filling the um, stadium out for the last for this season, and actual in actual fact, even in the corporates, they uh, it's going gangbusters. Uh, we're up in the uh, west side stand with uh, 65 tables of 10 completely full. Um, so it's an indicator of where this game's going. Mm. It's uh, it's thriving and it's really colourful and exciting. And yeah, it's, it's it's a wonderful atmosphere to be in. And with this game Sunday, you talked about. Yeah, Cronulla, your, your, your old team, and then obviously with the Warriors. Where, where do your alliances sit with this with this match? Um, Is it... Yeah, um, it, it's, it's, it clearly sits with the side that, that first got me the opportunity, and that's uh, the Cronulla. You know, I, I had a my first stint there, and it gave me all the opportunities in life to be able to, to be in, a, in an area which I really loved um, to give me that start in life. Um, so I'd never, ever, ever go back on uh, a club that you played and, and, and fought so hard for. Um, so, but so I'm so looking forward to it. I, you know, to see Sharks live. I haven't been, haven't been there. In fact, I haven't been back to the Sharks Stadium since I, I left in '97. So, well, I suppose going off that, with a guy who's just re-signed with the Warriors and spent a bit of time at Cronulla, <laughs> how good's how good's the mate SJ been going? Oh, he's going extremely well, and hats off to the club to, and and from his family and and for where he's heading and how he's feeling at the moment. He's extraordinarily good. Um, he just feels so comfortable at home. I think his environment, the culture within the organisation, is all heading um, north. Um, the players surrounding him make him a better player as well. They're doing everything right in that. Um, side to encourage each each of those players to perform at their best. They've got a culture, and we talk about that openly all the time. But it is truly a belief in that side, um, stem from the coach and the coaches surrounding them, and everyone's bought into it. Um, and they and they're rewarded from all the hard work they have. They are one of the fittest sides in the comp. You saw that last week against the Parramatta. You don't give them the validation for it either, but they're super fit. Um, and the speed and the tempo that they played at last week just showed you where the side is actually at. Some key signings and some some players like I think about people like Mitch Barnett who had a bit of a grub mentality. Uh, Jackson Ford who was looked like he might become a career journeyman have really developed into yeah. important cogs. I, I'm so impressed with those two big bodies running good angles and playing with freedom and confidence. Yeah, exactly. I think the identification of those players to bring them in um, filled the gap exactly where they are. We know that Mitch Barnett's got one of the biggest motors in that side. He's been off with his neck neck injury, which was quite a bad one. But um, he comes in with a huge motor, a desire to keep going through and, and fronting up at, at every level of that game. So another area of the game that they filled the gap, which they needed from last year, another area they filled the gap with Jackson Ford was because they're leaking points on the edges. Josh Curran is filling that gap. Tohu Harris is filling that gap. 
Um, and so they're very stoic through that middle third now and um, their work ethic, um, particularly from their back three and their new pipeline guys like Adam Fanua Blake and then Mitch Barnett coming into the front and then Wade Egan now starts to, to pull it all together um, and he's dictating terms around that um, around that ruck and then everything starts to flow off that. Their work ethic, making the right decisions, their execution on their set pieces, which is very much the co- coach's uh, forte is is understanding each role, keep it keep it simple, and you've seen that in, in the way they execute their set pieces. They they know exactly what they're doing and they're very fluent, and that's what I'm seeing an abundance from the side. Um, it's very much the here and now, and we celebrate the Warriors every weekend. But the 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 wise minds at the club they always have to look. Ahead, of course, we have got Roger Tuivasa-Shek rejoining the group next next year. We're going to have to let a couple go. Roger will add to the stocks. Um, I don't like to ask you to point out a weakness, but where's an area that we can strengthen even better next year? Where do you think they're looking for gaps to fill for season twenty twenty four? Well, I think there's always the the centres and wingers because of the the, the rotation that we find. I know Adam Pompian and Montoya and Rocco Berry has been pretty much featured through that Dalla martinez Lesniak. They've featured there, but there's been a lot of movement within that centre, and it's probably more focused around the, the centre roles, to be fair. Um, that is probably the hardest position to defend, and Rocco Berry's still young. Adam, Adam Pompey, I, I think, is... You know, played exceptionally well, but it's it's always a testing testing moment for a lot of those centres. And and I think what you'll find this in this game this weekend is you've got two very, well, three actually players that put you to the test in in, in terms of making decisions, and that is Nico Hines. He is one exceptional player who draws, who will pull the defenders in, and he has got this amazing ability to, to find the right spot with his passing game. And then Will Kennedy at the back chimes in with speed. And with speed and the dynamic of Haynes, there is not a lot of margin of to, to make the right decision because of their genuine pace and their decision-making. It's incredible. They will score points if you're not on your game. And so this will be a, a real good indicator for, for us to see what those outside backs um, are going to contend with, and that'll decide what we talk about today. Um, being Matariki, which is a day of reflection and the day of resetting and a day of remembrance and a really important day on the New Zealand calendar. I want to turn the page from your rugby league into the other page of the incredible work that you and others of your ilk are doing out there in our community, working with I Am Hope, working with the One New Zealand uh, Warriors Community Foundation. Is that a link up between the uh, between the two, Richie? And and what what's what's the cope up there? What what are you, what are you guys up to? Yeah, so with I Am Hope and, and uh, the community New Zealand Warriors Community One Foundation, it's they do, we do so much work within the communities to ensure that our, our children remain safe, to build the skills and, and the activation that the Warriors do in there and what we do in terms of providing um, free counselling for kids under 25 to, to enable our kids to be safe, to enable our kids to, to break the stigma around associated with mental health and wellbeing in this country by having our uh, ambassadors uh, talk uh, in schools at an early age. So our co-papa there is really to to get New Zealand to support us because we're non-government funded 
to continue what we do in our in the schools and continue what we do in the communities. Um, and it has been amazing. Like New Zealanders are very giving people. <clears throat> they do care about the young ones, and um, there's no better way to have the activation of the warriors in terms of what they do, bring their uh, physical presence in there, and they have got programs involved in that too. And of course, you know, Gumboot Friday and I Am Hope with Mike King is, I, I truly, I'm just blown away by what we do. I'm blown away by the effort that he's put in or most of his life. He's shedded blood, sweat and tears to get this charity to where it is and for us to make this grow to where he wants to um, see this. And it's, it is a game. <laughs> it is definitely a game. And we're only starting where we are and we want to finish at the right end. It's it's definitely a stigma, um, you know, males and, and sports and and. I've seen it being broken down over over the last few years, but but yourself being involved in in this charity and and seeing this space on a day to day, you know, we remember the past and we reset for the future. Is there any yeah. little tips or, or or little habits that people can pick up maybe to to moving forward to refresh their mind and and stay on top of of those things? Yeah, I think it's really it's really important for everyone to really start to focus on themselves. We're very very much individuals that like to help others, but we don't internally look at ourselves. So these really good tools to be able to actually dig deep and bring awareness of actually what's going on around your behavior. Because it's not the drugs, not the alcohol, it's, it's not anything else. It's actually the root cause that drives behavior. So I'd, I'd really sit down and, and think about um, and bring awareness, acute awareness to what you're actually doing in your life and why is this a repeat behavior that's popping up all the time and, and start to write it down. Um, the other thing is actually be vulnerable, um, open up and always, as Mike said, and a lot of what we do and teach is how can, we, how can we allow our children to be vulnerable to us if we're not vulnerable to them and expose the challenges that we've had um, and it doesn't need to be every day, if you know what I mean. It just means that we need to open that door so our kids can see that this is normal that we go through challenges in life and how it's affected us. And so when you open that door, then they will certainly now have the courage to talk to you because as we know, 40% um, of our children will not um, open up to our, our, the ones they love the most because of the fear of what they might think, say, or do. They're just frightened that they'll disappoint our um, our parents. Brilliant, Richie. I, I really applaud you and, and and the wider community of I Am Hope and and the connections you're making and the and the help you're giving. And um, we don't always get everything right here, but when 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 we can talk about things, we can find a a, a happy solution for people from any background at all, uh, whether it's low socioeconomic, but it's not excluded from high socioeconomic either, Richie. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, yeah, so you're doing you're doing God's work, mate, and I thank you very much for that, both talking to us about the worries, but even more importantly, talking to about mm. our people and our young ones. So I really appreciate you yeah. jumping. I respected our little conversation yesterday, brother. It was uh, that this is this is what it's all about, mm. you know, having that conversation. So thanks for your time yesterday and talking about what you do in the community. I love that. And thanks, Gus. Have a great day, brother. And go the Wars and go the All Blacks. Cheers, brother. Yeah. So talk about that, bro. Yeah. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, can we clip Richie Barnett saying up the waz, having just said uh, he's supporting Cronulla? <laughs> up the waz. A lot of people don't like them being called the waz. Did yeah, you know I've seen a bit of pushback from that. I saw Willie Mason talking about it, talking he about it like, like crying or something. But the Warriors. It's, 
So, all, all the boys I know, they're up the wires, you know, that's a... So if Willie Mason says I don't like wires, it should be Warriors, that'll multiply the use of wires <laughs> exponentially. In his face. Yes, right, we'll take a very quick break and the guests just keep coming. He's about five hours earlier than normal on a Friday. The Jeremy Paul Show is coming at you after the break.